0: Hello, everybody! Broadcasting from week 475 of quarantine, right? Oh man! Welcome to 100 Words or Less. I'm your host, Ray Harkins, as always, talking about independent music in this this age of quarantine, um, which sounds like a a ChromaX record, right? I have a rad guest on this week. It is Sam, and I'm totally gonna butcher his last name, and I apologize in advance, Sam. Sam Sierra Mitaro, Sierra Mitaro from drain he is the lead vocalist of awesome santa cruz hardcore band drain who just released a record on revelation that is uh it, it could quite possibly make my favorite uh you know list of the year i just uh, i just think what they do is really really good so it's called california cursed it came out on april early april i want to say like 10th or something like that um it's just a just a great band so check them out but more importantly Check this conversation out, because uh, we we have a lot of fun. We talk about his life in Southern California, and San Pedro, and a bunch of other stuff, but how, how are you doing? I know this is stretching on longer than anybody could have ever anticipated or imagined. Um, you know, I've had, uh, this 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 past couple of days have been challenging for myself. I know that, uh, you know, living on top of one another, I have, you know, my wife and my son that live with me, and, uh, you know, I, I snapped at them <laughs> over this weekend. And uh, I feel bad about it, but at the same time, it's like, I totally get it. And we both are, are, or all of us are giving each other as much grace as humanly possible. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's hard. you know. I, 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 I hope that you're doing okay. And I hope that this podcast is a, a respite. You can put it in your ear holes and, uh, you know, go on a walk and and disconnect from all of the stresses of the world. I know that uh, I am looking to do that in so many different ways these days. So, uh, yeah, hopefully that uh, that is providing you that same sort of solace. (laughs) And you can email the show, 100 words podcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, let's just dive into the conversation, okay? Here is Sam, and I will talk to you, of course, at the very end of the episode to tell you what's happening on the next week's episode, okay? <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I was aware of Drain ever since you guys started to play around, and uh, you know, I, uh, I living in Southern California, I was obviously aware of you guys, but I didn't actually get a chance to see you until last year's Sound and Fury, and oh, right on. You know, clearly the party vibes were present, uh, you know, at that particular show, and I know that's obviously a part of your guys' set when uh, you know whenever you play, regardless if it's a fest or just a show. Um, are oh, yeah. you are you aware of the band uh, Municipal Waste?
1: Um, I'm quite aware. Yeah. And I think I'm quite I figured, aware.
0: right. I figure people would br- <laughs> like bring that up to you just because of the, um, you know, the vibes that they obviously bring at their shows. Like I, I, I was reminded oh, yeah. of it and not in a bad way where I look at you and I'm just like, Oh geez, just a, you know, a cheap gimmick ripoff or whatever, <laughs> but
1: right. Waste, it, a waste rip. I know fully. I yeah. wish man, that would be a compliment. <laughs> sure. But yeah,
0: it'd be too too good to though. True, true. But I I the reason that I mentioned that first off is like I just find it so um you know it clearly sets the vibe of your set, but then also really leans into the fact that like hey, even though we are playing serious music and we take what we do seriously, like let's everybody calm down and we're here to have fun. Um, yeah, it, it was. I, I presume that was kind of like I mean, did you? like when you guys kind of first started to play out and stuff like that, was that always kind of the manifesto of the band or did that just kind of happen, you know, because you did it at one show and you're like, Oh, that was fun. Let's continue to do that.
1: No. Yeah. It's, it's funny, man. I think that like, I don't know. It just kind of happened, you know? And like, I think it was, it's a pretty, I mean like, well, okay. It's a pretty organic thing. I, I played drums forever. Um, well, not forever, but like 12 years now I've been playing drums. And, uh, it just to kind of like set it up, you know, a little better, I, I met, you know, I met all the original lineup of drain when I was living in Santa Cruz and I went up there for school and, uh, I didn't have my drums. I was living in the dorms, you know? And so I just, I wanted to be in a band though, like really bad, just, just to, just to be in a band, you know, I'd always been in bands and I'd had it and I had such an itch. And so like, I knew these guys and they were actually called drain. They had a different singer. They only played like two shows with them. Um, and they ended up needing another singer. And so I was like, dude, I'm, I'm down. Like, let's do it. But, I mean, I grew up, like, just loving thrash metal. And, like, Waste was a huge influence. Band, like, like Exodus, just, you know, another Bay Area thrash band that was just, like, all their shows. I mean, they couldn't even play at certain places because their shows are just too crazy. Like, I just thought, like, man, that's, the, that's, like, the coolest thing. That's the best way to be, you know? Like, it's larger than life, you know? And at that point, I, I don't know. I just think it's the raddest thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like just being influenced by that and then starting to do it myself, you know, it's kinda like what I always looked up to and thought was cool and I just tried to channel that out my own way, you know? Yeah. No, and that that, that yeah. makes sense.
0: no that makes sense. And I, I do think that it is especially um, you know, within the context of like punk and hardcore and metal, is that, you know, a lot of the times shows can be very, uh, you know, serious or it's like a, and yes, like there are serious elements to, you know, everything that we are doing from, you know, attending shows, playing shows, all that sort of stuff. But just to remind people that like, you know, when you boil it down to the simplest of elements, like this should be fun and this should be entertaining.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and exactly. And I think even a little more, um, you know, just from my own end and, and we talk about it sometimes and I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, I'd sometimes, I let it get the best of me, you know, I, I do, I try not to, but I, I do, I let it get the best of me, because sometimes I'll get bogged down, you know, because, you know, you read through the lyrics, and it's like, okay, like, well, the songs are not, um, they're not jokes, you know what I mean, it's not, like, and that's that's the thing, like, I love certain elements of, like, waste, but, you know what I mean, I don't have, like, you know, the songs are not about, like, you know, fucking the keg exploding and shit like that, and, like, getting covered in this, like, toxic shit, you know what I mean, like, just things like that, they're not really lighthearted, they are pretty serious songs, you know, and so I think sometimes I, I, myself, like I said, you know, people are like, dude, like, this band is fucking fun. Like, I don't even know how people master this. This is just, like, fun music. And it's like, yeah, like, it's, it is also just, like, really heavy, hardcore, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think sometimes that, you know, it gets brushed past and, like, things I don't even realize. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I hate wearing pants. I hate pants. <laughs> I just, I despise them. I hate wearing pants. And so I always wear shorts, you know, and, like, I don't know, board shorts are just rad, you know I'm like, it's fun, they're light, they're comfortable I wear them on tour, I bring, you know I don't have to load up a whole suitcase, I bring like two pairs of board shorts Shower with them on and let them dry out And I wear the next pair, you know what I mean Just a little thing like that, but like, it's when I do Like this band, just fucking board shorts and fucking chill Like that's tight, I'm like yeah, yeah You know, whatever man, yeah. I try to let it bog me down But occasionally it does And it, it's things like that where it's like I, You know, I see other people do it You know, and it, they try to like other bands, you know, will try to like I don't know, they try to capture that feeling, but they're they're trying. And that's it's where it doesn't work. You know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. and it's it's just I I never have done anything like that on purpose for any you know, reason. I'm just like, dude, like, I don't know, let's have let's have fun, let's have a good time. Like and for, you know, years and we were playing like, you know, no one really we never had a, a fan base, you know what I mean? Like we had our like literally our friends that were like regular kids that we met from school, like very few friends that like music or anything like that we play. We like learned all these lessons from making mistakes, you know, we played bar shows. They were not the place for that, you know, like we play like whatever it was and stoner rock shows, whatever we could get on, you know? And cause we didn't really know anybody. Like some people, you know, they've been involved in the scene for so long and that wasn't us, you know, like really like, you know, a couple of us, would we, we would, you know, go to shows, but never, you know, like met a lot of people like that, you know? Um, sure if if that makes sense you know what i mean like some people are just you know they're very social popular people and when they start their band they already have all these set up uh connections you know and that wasn't really the case for us you know and so and that's okay it is what it is it's great you know we just everything we've had we've done ourselves. we've met people we've done it our own way you know and that's that's cool
0: sure for and i i think you know going back to the point that you were making where i think you know when people are are trying too hard and it feels contrived and like, you know, it, it, it would feel much different if it was one of those things where it, it did not suit your personality, you know, like if the band Holy. did not embody what you guys put forth, then yeah, then it would feel just like, you know, if you, if you were like a super serious band and here all these guys be like, okay, well, you know, we got to get this gimmick out. Um, so just, just to get people to pay attention to us. And it's just like, well, no, like this is who you are as a person. So all it is,
1: is a further extension of that exactly and that's that's I, I kind of I trained off for a second but I remember where I was going with that and that's it so we did all this stuff and we did so many shows where like we were just playing to nobody or playing to a couple people and they didn't like it or we play and people were standing outside so the fact that now you know when we're setting up and I or even we just get to the show and people are like yo like I'm excited to see you uh you know like or like you know people have said you know just awesome they're like, Dude, like you're you know this song is, is really important to me or whatever it is it's like man like I go on stage like of course I'm happy. Of course I'm excited. Like, you know, like, we had to work for this. And now to see it paying off, it's like, I don't know. I just, I've never understood that. You know, like, someone that's, like, you know, it's no disrespect to anybody because, it, you know, if that's who they really are, that's what it is. But it's just not me. You know, I've never been, like, I would. I can never imagine myself going out and being on tour and going to someone else's city and, like, being upset. You know, I'm like, dude, I'm on vacation. I'm having a great time. There's people here that are excited to see us. They know who we are. I'm, I'm miles away from where I grew up, my home. Like, there's no, for me personally, I've got no reason but to be happy and be, you know, excited to be where I'm at. And that's exactly where I want to be. I don't want to be anywhere else. And so, yeah, if that makes any sense, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, Well, kind of putting the focus on you as a person, um, you know, like you mentioned, you, you know, you went up to Santa Cruz and you met the drain guys because you were, uh, you know, going to college up there. Um, But were you, were you born and raised in Southern California?
1: Where'd you come up? I was, yeah. I grew up in San Pedro, California and, uh, I, I left there. I just turned 18. Yeah. I went to, uh, I went up to UC Santa Cruz for school and I never did a whole lot down here. I mean, I, i started playing drums when I was, you know, a young kid, um, like 12 or something. And, uh, I would play in bands, but never really did much. You know what I mean? Like on that end, we played backyard shows, uh, you know, as much as we could at that, at that age, you know what I mean? Like, um, which, for some people, they do a lot more. I, I didn't really do a whole lot. I was, I was pretty in tune with school and whatnot. And I had, like, definitely, like, a, uh, I don't know, it's a different different relationship with music, I think, than, than you know, than than some people may. And, uh, yeah. So that's where I grew up, and... I love it, man. It it made me so happy to play and and get good and play drums and play in front of people. And I don't know. I loved all that. And so I really missed it when I moved up to Santa Cruz. Sure. Really missed it.
0: Why did you, uh, what, what set you on the path of drums? Like, you know, clearly like that is a instrument that most, most parents loathe because (laughs) it's the biggest and it's the loudest and you can't control the volume of it. (laughs) But how is, how did you get introduced to drums?
1: You know, man, well, I'll give you, you know, I'll, I'll give you the full lowdown, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be over the full, the full lowdown, you know, and I've, I've, I think I told, I mentioned it to, I did an interview years, years ago, and I mentioned it, I don't, I don't really bring it up, so it's kind of a long story, but, um, yeah, man, well, you know, growing up, I, I, uh, I grew up in a small town, I don't know if you, are, are you down here in SoCal?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I live in Newport, but I, I'm very familiar, it's like San Pedro, and yeah, I, I've, I've played shows yeah. there, I know the deal.
1: Oh, totally, man. So it's, it's a small town, man. I come from a, you know, Italian family, uh, This, um, you know, I got some, some, you know, down, down the bloodline, you know, some family members that play drums. And so I've always kind of had like that, that sense of like rhythm of some sorts, you know what I mean? Like always been tapping on stuff always, you know, like, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's always been there, like a, a, an interest for sure, but yeah, it's, you know, it's not, it's not the easy one to convince yourself on. And, um, yeah, man. I, uh, did
0: you have like, were, were there, um, you know, like, like you said, you weren't, you know, I guess, piped into the, you know, the hardcore scene or punk scene or whatever. Like, so what were your, I guess, musical, um, influences? And, you know, I mean, clearly you must've seen someone else kind of like playing drums for you to be, you know, excited about the idea of trying to play it yourself. Or was it just the fact that you, like you said, you already had rhythm in your bones. So that's what you were going to do.
1: Yeah, well, to some extent, you know, I had it, but I, you know, I watched my uncle's play, and I was like, "Man, this is like this is just so rad." And like, listen to music. You know, my, my dad owns a business, um, and that's what I'm actually I'm, I'm working right now. That's why I moved down to work. Um, and so we're a party rental company, and so we drive around growing up. My, my whole life, we drive around and like, bumping Black Sabbath, bumping Led Zeppelin, um, and just I mean. Moby Dick, Led Zeppelin. When you're like seven years old, that's the craziest thing in the world. Like, yeah, I just want I want to play that. You know what I mean? Sure. And so I was always just fascinated. But uh I had a cousin who was playing in a band called Destroy L.A. um and they were a hardcore punk band from San Pedro. And one day we were at a family party. He was wearing a shirt, and I was like, I must have been yeah, like 11 or 12 years old. And I was like, Hey, like that's that, it was his was band DRI. He's wearing a DRI shirt, and I was like, Oh, that's like that's like one of my favorite thrash bands and he's like no this is a fucking punk band and i was like what and he ended up hooking me up with a bunch of demos and was super just like on board super on board and he started coming over dropping off flyers for shows coming off tapes whatever it was and that was that was my knowledge of punk for like a long time for for like for years i just would listen to what he showed me and like he said whatever was live he'd burn cds of live sets and like I remember that's what I found about minor threat they covered a minor threat song and I was like whoa this is like unreal Mm -hmm. and so that was my knowledge of that and so I just wanted to like emulate that you know I wanted to play like that and learn how to play fast you know like then I got into thrash metal and I was like dude this is like the fastest this is just this is it you know um and I just was chasing after that forever and so it's actually funny because we're you know we're a hardcore band and for the longest time I was so turned off to that idea Mm-hmm. more more i think it was more turned off to the sound of it than the idea if that makes sense like i don't know like i'd play a lot of metal shows and i didn't i didn't really fit in with the metal crowd if mm-hmm. that makes sense like and sure. i just did i just didn't really care you know what I, mean? I was like dude i'm not gonna fucking wear like leather jacket with a you know a denim jacket on top and like tight ass like jeans like dude it's fucking hot we're in socal dude like, <laughs> right. you
0: know, I like i'm not how, I, like i'm not vibing the style man yeah yeah
1: no, like, and, you know, and, and everything else, you know, like, I, I didn't, um, you know, I didn't drink when I was growing up, I didn't drink in high school, I so was going shows and, like, dudes just, like, fucking wasting the parking lot, like, dude, I want nothing to do with this, this is so shot, like, I, I don't know, I'll play the shows, but I don't really want to be around this shit, um, and so, and even then, you know, like, we were always down, the bands I was playing in, like, we were it's funny because we, we just play it like, you know, like a hardcore band would. We kind of have that attitude. Like, dude, like, whatever, we'll play in a fucking empty swimming pool. We'll play in a backyard, like, wherever it was. Because it's just like, dude, it's DIY. Like, where it's something like, there's no lights, there's no stage, we're not playing type thing. And it's like, totally miss me on that. But, and there's, you know, certain bands, like, for me, the big ones, you know, when I was really starting to get into hardcore, like, Rotting Out and Power Trip. Sure. And I was like, Rotting Out, that's a sick punk band. Power Trip, that's a sick thrash band. It was not until I met our, my drummer and Drain, my buddy Tim, and he was like, "No, he's a hardcore band." Like, what do you mean? Do you like there? That's a punk band, it's a hardcore, or, you know, a thrash band. He's like, "No, do you like they play hardcore shows? Like, they're all about it, and like, you know, they cater that attitude, and, and like, they play those types of shows, and they they're fully about that that you know, and they'd like to play those kind of bills." And I was like, "Oh man!" So I started digging more into it, you know, mm-hmm. and I realized that yeah, they all do come from a hardcore background, and they love it, and they put on for it, you know, like, and it was kind of like a. I was like, oh shit, okay, maybe I, I I do like this music. Actually, I didn't realize it. You know, I like punk and I like metal, and I didn't really know about hardcore. Yeah. Um, well, no, I, pre- so I we were already
0: right. No, yeah. but I I, I, pre- I appreciate you painting that picture because I, I think it is. You know when you start to uh, kind of delineate and really like separate these scenes and start to notice the difference as you're going to shows and absorbing more of it. Um, you know sometimes, like you said, certain things turn you off about one particular scene versus another scene, and then it isn't until you kind of like like you're talking about you know find the things that uh, you identify with where it's just like okay, well you know like you said I I don't really vibe with the leather jacket style um you know like i like you said you just want to wear shorts all the time so it's like yeah you know what what's what's a more appropriate representation than it's just like oh yeah hardcore shows like you know yeah there's a you know a sense of of uh you know i guess costume or fashion behind that but at the same time it's also like well no you can just kind of you know wear what you want as well because that's you know (laughs) everybody still finds their spot there
1: exactly and i think that's what i mean i i I love so much about about hardcore that it's it's so open and there's so many different angles and it doesn't have to have one sound, one look, one dimension, you know, one platform, anything, you know, it's, it's the way you carry yourself and the way you go about things. And that's, I just, I love it, you know? And I just, I just think it's the coolest thing, you know?
0: No, no, for sure. For sure. And so, you know, as you were growing up, what did your uh, family structure look like? You know, mom and dad in the house, brothers and sisters, you know, what was the, uh, the surroundings like?
1: Yeah. You know, I like, Truthfully, man, and that and that's another thing too, man. I'm like, like you know, I'm 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 very aware. I'm incredibly privileged, man. I have you know, my my folks are, are married. They live together. They're both alive and healthy. Um, you know, we're in the upper middle class. I Have one younger brother. Um, you know, and I didn't really have a lot of the issues that a lot of people, you know, that I, especially the more I, I I the more I get out and see other parts of the world and see how other people really live. You know, I I didn't have a lot of those those hardships, you know? And so there's, maybe there's another reason why I'm like, you know, the way I am. It's like, dude, I, I, I had a very good, very, easy, you know, um, and, uh, and I'm aware of that. I mean, obviously there's, there's definitely, there's their own hardships that come with, with, you know, with everybody, but, um, yeah, man, I, it, it's definitely funny. It's definitely funny. That's for sure. You know, like even, even still now, you know, like, um, you know, I, I, I was getting into to this stuff and like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a trip. You know, like my, my folks like, dude, where did this come from? Like, you know, Led Zeppelin or whatever it is like, that's cool. But where, this shit, like I remember my, my mom total, just like white mom, like, you know, like Sam, yeah, Sam, you, you really love this thrash metal music, you know? And like, I like, and I didn't even drive. I'm like bl- blasting stuff in a car, trying to convince me to, you know, convince my parents to take me to shows. And like, I remember they're like, so like we're dropping you off at just this house. I thought you said be going to a concert and like, yeah, I'm going to, it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's like a concert, like a show, yeah, you know, like in his backyard. And someone's like, oh, I'll never forget. We're in a, my parents just shot me off in Wilmington. And, uh, it's a rough neighborhood and, you know, like, Oh, like they're having balloons. And you know, it is it, it, a birthday party. And it's just a dude rolling in a an take. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, this balloons is back there. right. Uh, and you're like, I can't explain. It's...
0: And I honestly, I mean, I'm really glad you brought that up. The difference between, um, you know, people's understanding of what a show is versus a concert. Cause like, you know, parents like, yeah, you, you're not gonna be like, yeah, I'm going to a show. And they're like, what are you talking th- Like a movie? It's like, well, no, like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like a concert. And they're like, Oh, Oh, so like a really big place with like a stage. And it's like, well, no, it's like a hole in the wall. And like, maybe there's a, an electrical outlet, but like <laughs>
1: you, you can't like, do that. Maybe we have a generator. Yeah, yeah, no. it's And that's the thing. It's, it's funny, man. And like, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. and like, maybe that's why I love it more, you know, just because it's like, it was so foreign to me, you know, growing up and it was like, this is nothing like what, you know, my family would do or what like my parents would find as, you know, as a normal thing. Maybe this is an angsty kid, you know, maybe that's half the reason why I was just like, I, I want nothing to do with the football games and the sports or any of that shit, you know, like, um, I just, I just want to do this stuff and just get good at it. You know, I'm like, it's funny, man. Like my first band, you know, was, again, we were like, you know, like 10th grade of high school. And like, we'd have, they're like, you know, how, invite your friends over. And this is like the first time, you know, I met kids that was like, I was like, whoa, like you, you know, you don't have like your, your dad's not in the mix or like, you know, you guys are on like welfare, you know, like, and I was like, what do you mean you don't have a backyard? Like, yeah, we live in an apartment. Like I, I don't have an amp. I don't have a car. Like I take the bus and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, this is nuts. You know, like I, I just totally opened me up to different kinds of living. And it's just so funny in hindsight. Like I'd have, you know, my parents would have us, so we'd, we'd practice in the garage, and, you know, they'd cook dinner for us, my friends are just like, she's like, angry looking little kids, you know, everyone's got <laughs> long hair, and like, Sam, I, you know, your friends seem really nice, they have really bad language, you know, I why do they wear those bullet belts, you know, like, they, I, I just don't understand, like, I, I don't know, you know, yeah, it's, just, it's funny, real funny, I, I don't, they're, they're, they're mad, they're supportive in their own, in their own regard, for sure, you know, like, they did. They they helped me out where I could. You know, once my friend started to drive and I started to drive, it was like, okay, for sure, I'll do this myself. You know, and, uh, and, and it is real cool. But it's just, it's one of those things, man. Like, I'm, you, you know, get five pers- years old. Yeah, you get perspective.
0: I was just gonna say, you get perspective, and you start to realize that. I think it's really important that you're mentioning that because I, I think once your world starts to open up and you realize different people have different experiences, uh, you know, that's where you start to um, understand why it is important. <laughs> to get, to get out in the world and have people from different backgrounds and, you know, different races and nationalities and, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds, because then you just start to understand the world as a whole much better.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what, I really think it ties back forward. You know, I'm by no means perfect. You know what I mean? I I definitely, you know, I I got, you know, uh, me along with everyone else, you know, we have our own fair share of things to work on as a person, but I feel like, Doing that has really helped me become more open-minded on the world and also just a lot more appreciative of my world and what, you know, my everyday world looks like and feels like, you know, because I'm, I'm just thankful, man, because I know it, it can get taken away in a sec and, you know, if nothing is really guaranteed, and I'm just thankful. I'm here for the ride and I'm really happy to be here, you
0: Yeah, know? no, that's right. It's rad. That's rad. Um, so, you know, yeah, a, as you started to, you know, kind of form an identity and, you know, like go to high school and start to, you know, figure out kind of who you were, um, you know, what kind of person would you describe yourself as being, you know, were you into sports? Were you, uh, you know, clearly you were playing drums already. And like you said, kind of playing in bands, you know, did you care about school? Where did you fall on that spectrum?
1: Yeah, man, you know, I, um, I actually was a really good student in high school. Uh, I, I don't, uh, not that I, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm like unintelligent, but I'm not the most intelligent person, but I'm a good student. Um, you know, I, I know how to, I was able to you know learn that pretty quick. I was like, okay. Like, uh, what's like the bare minimum I can do to still get like good grades. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I learned pretty fast. I got like pretty, you know, quick attention span or, or retention span. I think is the term, you know, I'd put in stuff real quick, spit back out on the test, forget about it. Five minutes later, all good, you know, get through. And uh, I, uh, I, no, man, I wasn't into sports by any means. It, it's, you know, it's, it's a trip, honestly, like well, growing up, like I said, so it's like little, you know, very, you know, suburban neighborhood growing up um and uh it's just it's really interesting i had like two really you know two of the kids i grew up with um three three in just in tragic accidents and i through that it kind of made me honestly re- i i got really scared for a long time and i think that's why i turned to music um it's just you know it's, it's just directly right in front of you you know as you know, a little kid and all of a sudden there's two kids on the street that they're not there anymore. Um, sure. and you know, we don't, I don't, I don't get to play with them anymore. So it was, it was, it was really, it was scary. You know, it was really was scary for me. And I, I, I really turned to music at that point. Um, because it was kind of a comfort, it was like a safety thing. And I think that's really where I started to get into it. And so, um, yeah, I mean, so it, it's, it's just nuts. I I just, I got really into it and I, I honestly spent a lot of time at home, you know, I just finished my homework and I just start playing, you know, as much as I could and it. It was a way for me to feel, like, like I guess it's safe, but still putting energy and, like, goals into something else. And I think the farther I went down that rabbit hole and started to get the, you know, the taste, I was like, wow, like, I'm actually getting good. Like, I'm getting decent. I can actually, like, I think I'm almost good enough to be in a band now, you know, like, and then start opening up that world. It's, it's weird. Like, I didn't really go to parties. I didn't go out to a lot of stuff like that. But, man, like, I had no problem going to a fucking house show or going to a show and just, like, you know, dancing, Um and just diving off shit going crazy. You know what I mean? That that to me was it was just like it was a total comfort thing. And I could take it with me any any hour of the day, any time, any place. And uh Yeah, man. So that was kind of all I cared about, honestly.
0: Rockabilly.com is the place where you need to buy all of your band merch. We are stuck inside and we need entertainment, right? Well, rockabilly.com has puzzles for you. They've got posters that you can plaster your room with. And You can use the code PC100Words. That gets you 15% off your order. And uh, let me tell you, they are the real deal. All officially licensed. Bands get paid. You're supporting an independent business. They ship from the middle of the country, so you're getting your order very fast. I love them and what they do, and they're just just the best. So you need to order from them immediately. Is it a matter of figuring out what it is you need in your closet? I think so. So open it up see what band shirts you're lacking and buy it from them. So rockabilly.com PC 100 words that gets you 15% off your order. And there we go. You were just focused on, yeah, the, uh, you know, your, your extracurricular activity was, you know, music drums. And then, you know, going to shows because you felt comfortable at that, uh, environment as opposed to you know trying to go to a high school dance and, you know, trying to figure out who you were there.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I I mean, I absolutely said it best. And so, um yeah, man. I mean I did I did good in school, try, tried and tried and I knew pretty early on and, and it is definitely a trip because like I said, I was I was a good student. I was like, dude, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of this town. Like I don't I just felt so trapped in towards the end and I was like, dude, if I have the grades and the means to do so, like I gotta get out of here. And in hindsight, I don't even it was not for an academic purpose by any means. Like I definitely I went to college and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I just want to get out of, out of Pedro. I, I knew that. And I really what I could do was move anywhere else and just get it going. But you know, I, at that age, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just a student. I'm just going to keep being a student and just keep taking it to the next level, I guess. But I mean, I just, yeah, it's, especially more in college. I was like, dude, like just the most bare minimum amount of work to get passing grades as possible. And then just as much as I could, you know, like, I went to as many shows as I could, house shows. When I moved to Santa Cruz, there was a lot of house shows, so I was going to all that, and that's, uh, yeah. Well, it's it's funny.
0: It's funny hearing you describe that because. you know, Santa Cruz is a really interesting town, whereas San Pedro is as well. Like even though San Pedro is, uh, you know, right next to, I mean, for anyone that doesn't live in the Southern California area, you know, it's right next to the Long Beach docks. Uh, But it it is this really strange town because it, it is kind of isolated where it's like, I mean, when I say isolated, it's not like it's in, you know, a rural area, like clearly, you know, the 110 freeway runs right into it, but it, you know, you have to go to San Pedro, no one really drives by it like in the way that you drive, you know, by like Long Beach or whatever. And cool. San, and Santa Cruz is the exact same thing. Like people you have to go to Santa Cruz. Like you can't just accidentally drive by it unless you're, you know, driving up the 101 or whatever. But it, so it's interesting you chose Santa Cruz because it's very very similar um, you know, I guess geographically speaking to what San Pedro is, even though it's a whole different vibe, Santa Cruz, as far as a beach town is concerned. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting. You're like, I got to get out, but I have to find something familiar
1: too. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's so funny that you know that because it's it's true. You know what I mean? And like, I, I just moved out of Santa Cruz and I, you know, towards the end, it, I was still get, I was getting those feelings too. Like, dude, I'm like, I'm trapped here, you know? I mean, I, I i miss it so much every day, and I think that those feelings went away pretty fast, but it's just, like, it's that same deal. You know, like you said, like, you're not there unless you have a reason to be there, and it can be really easy. I mean, even, you know, in Pedro all the time, it's like, hey, like, you guys want to go to L.A.? Like, nah, like, let's, let's hang out tonight. Like, all right, only if it's in Pedro, though. I'm not trying to leave. Right. You know, like, no, no one, right. people, like, it's fine. I meet people from, like, even just, like, other places, you know, like, in the greater SoCal area. i like, oh, like, I'm pretty well versed with like the long beach area. I'm pretty well versed LA. And like, how about you? Like, yeah, I know Pedro and that's like it. I don't, I don't know long beach. I don't know LA. I like literally like I'm there, I'm posted, but I know that place in the back of my hand, you know? Um, yeah. And so it's kind of, kind of the same with Santa Cruz, you know? Yeah.
0: No, I, I agree. I honestly, I didn't make the correlate. I mean, I didn't know that you came up in San Pedro, but like connecting those dots, it's like, it's a real familiar thing. Cause like, yeah, I mean, Santa Cruz, like you said, it's a very, Um, you know, it's an insular community and there are people who, you know, are born and raised in Santa Cruz and, you know, like locals only attitude where it's just like, who the heck are these other, you know, people coming in? Like, yeah, that's, that's fine. Just don't stay here long or whatever. And San Pedro kind of has that vibe as well, you know, in a different, uh, sense of the term, but still has a similar vibe.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the the only difference is like, you know, Santa Cruz has a means for people to want to come where San Cruz sure. not, not a whole lot, you know, like, and that's, that's just, you know, it's kind of cool. I mean, I, I went in as a student, you know, I'm like, you know, now as a, you know, someone who had lived there, I, I, you know, I ended up staying for like four years after I graduated and like, you know, by that point I'm like, Oh dude, I fucking hate these UCSD kids. You know, even though I was totally one of them. And it's just funny, you know, like I, <laughs> I met and there's, there's always been this that big separation of like the college kids and the locals and like, I stayed in town and like started meeting people and just getting acquainted, you know, like, like, um, you know, I met my girlfriend, she's a local in Santa Cruz. And like, you know, by the end of it, I'm like, Oh dude, like I don't even have any friends from college anymore, except for like, you know, the two people that are still in, you know, that are in drain that are like the only, the only guy that was in drain that was a student there. Um, you know, everybody else is just, my friends are born and raised in Santa Cruz and they live there and we all just, you know, I embody that town. I, I don't live there anymore, but I still, that's my scene. I embody and I put on for it as much as I can. You know, I, I made my lifelong, some of my best friends there. And uh, right. it's, yeah, it's just, it's cool to see that happen. It kind of crossed over. I got the best of both.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And plus, you have Saturn Cafe, so it's spectacular.
1: Dude, Saturn, you know, so our venue is right there across the street, uh, Sabrosa, our little DIY space. Yep. And I got to say, I had so much. Uh, are you. Did you play in a band? Forget the Did You play in a band? No, it's okay.
0: Yeah, I I played in bands for years, and I played like uh, you know up in like the Catalyst, and played like all random spots in in uh you know that general area. So yeah, very familiar.
1: Oh, you know, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. Saturn. I had many many vegan meals there. Yes, my my jam for sure. No, I, I kind of it got a little expensive. It got a little gnarly, but it man, did. I, I do, I did, I did like that spot a lot for a long time. <laughs> We'd go there. It's, it's open late too. It, it is until three in the morning. It's the the perfect
0: after show activity where it's just like, oh, where are you going to go? It's like, oh, dude, of course, go to Saturn, duh.
1: Yeah. No, no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, man. That's so bad. That's that makes me really happy. You know, I'm I'm like definitely homesick. So here, just get to talk about Santa Cruz. uh, It's really nice. You know,
0: what were you, uh, so when you went, when you went to Santa Cruz, uh, what were you studying or what was, I guess your kind of life path? Like, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get a degree and I'm going to go take this job. Or did you have that path beyond just, Oh, I'm going to be a student for a little bit longer.
1: No, you know, honestly, I, I really didn't. It was kind of like, yeah, honestly, I, I, truthfully, I was like, dude, like, oh, will here's four more years. I can just like kind of put off to figure it out, you know? And that was my, my whole thought, you know, I mean, you talked to him and I was like, Oh like I, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went to college. Like I figured it out when I went there, you know, and I'm like, for sure, maybe maybe it'll click, you know? And so I was taking uh film and digital media. That, that was, that was my, my, my major, um, and that's actually where I met the, the original line of Drain. They were all they were all doing that. At one point, uh, we were all UCSC students except for one guy. And four of us have degrees in film and digital media. So <laughs> dude, we all met that's there. That's so and weird. We, and, and none of us are doing shit with film and or <laughs> digital media. Literally none of us. Wow. Like And so, yeah, we all met there. And like I was like, yo, dude, like your class. I'm like, hey, man, sick shirt. Like, oh, dude, you too. Dang, let's kick it. Let's go to a show. All right, for sure. And that was it. You know, and like it was just like that, super, just organic. And like I were on there, forget me. When it came time, those guys were all a year older than me, so they graduated a year before I did, and uh, a couple years older than me, but a year ahead of me in school. Um, and so they graduated. And I remember I was like, so like what's you know what do you, what's your game plan? Like, is, are we done? And they're like, no. And you're like, we we work in town. Like, we're just gonna keep doing this shit. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, that was like that's an option. That was the eye. Op- yeah, that was literally the eye opening you know i was like oh oh so you're just gonna stay and just do this whole drain thing all right like yeah i guess i am too i still have another year and so now is it i mean i fully like right before i joined drain i mean i almost dropped out a couple times because i was just getting so over it man like i just i think that's more of what i learned when i went to school it's like man like i just don't really enjoy being in in indoors I think like the, this whole time like I, I don't know if I would be good for like a nine to five time office job you know like and especially going to shows like you know and not, not like a it's not a pompous thing or anything like that but I was like man like I'm going to these shows as often as I can I'm meeting people in bands I'm seeing bands from all over the world and I know I had the chops to be doing this you know like I, I know I could be doing it if I just put all this time that I'm putting into school into what I actually like I could be traveling the world. I could be that touring band playing in someone else's town, you know? Oh. And, uh, yeah. And so finally, I mean, it, it came closer to, to graduation. I mean, I, I broke the the news to my folks. And I was like, yeah, like I, I'm going to stay actually. Like, I think we're just going to stay here. And like, it, it was rough, man. It was rough for, for a couple of years, to be honest. And like, you know, I, I love my folks and things are, are great now, but you know, it was, it was really, uh, there's a lot of a lot of conflict that came with that. Well, and, well um, I,
0: I guess what were they expecting you to do? Like, I mean, you know, to like clearly, I guess, "quote unquote," start your life, find a career, that sort of stuff.
1: Fully, yeah. Okay. I mean that, that that was that was all. I understand, you know. And so, you know, I, I get it. Like I said, it's not like they was like I wasn't really basing it off of anybody or anything that we knew, you know, as a family or anything like that. And it was all foreign. terror. You know, it was like my dad was like an old punk dude. He's like, that's sick. You know, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Bullshit. Go to work, get a job. Like that's where you went to school, you know, which I understand. I can't blame them, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it was, it was, it was a lot. They they, they were, they really had a hard time with that for a while. Um, and, and so did you, w- was
0: it, was it one of those things too, where, um, you know they were uh you know clearly like you said they were concerned about you know what you were going to do and um the idea of they had no probably idea of what you know being in a band being in a touring band like look like and especially you know the hardcore scene and like all that sort of stuff like did you um were you just like yeah I I'm going to pursue this band thing and that's why I'm staying up here and uh, I'm I'm sorry and that was the biggest like I guess like not misunderstanding but that was what they were just like that doesn't make any sense sammy like why would you do that yeah
1: yeah like fully i mean and you know what i gotta say like in hindsight i even more so get it because i mean we were still like at this time like it'd be one thing if it was like oh yeah you just played these big shows like we were like really not doing shit you know like we were (laughs) still still like i was like I, i get it you know like we i'm trying to think of what it was we my parents you know the first time we came to socal They were, you know, they were like, okay, like, yeah, your band's here. Like, we'll come to the show. And they came. We played DPS in Long Beach. And, um,
0: oh, yeah, of course, dude. Classic. Yeah.
1: And, yeah. And so they came, and I mean, there wasn't a lot of people there. And, like, you know, I was getting, like, I'm straight edge now, but I wasn't at the time. I was getting kind of drunk on my drink tickets. And they're just like, so this is, like, what you want to do, like, with your life. And I was like, yeah, like, this is sick. This is great. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, so I understand, you know, and like, you know, it's like, yeah, check it out, man, like, whatever, 30 bucks the door, like, this is badass. And, you know, I'm like, so I get it, I totally get it, you know, and uh they're, you know, just like, yeah, like, this is really, like, concerning, because we just, you know, we want you to do good, it comes from a place of love, but just we don't, you know, we don't really, we don't understand, we don't agree with it. And so, I mean, it was, it, we had a couple of like, like these crazy like couple blowouts with like all the drag guys at the house it was a big thing, and I was like, oh, fuck, like we gotta just go get in the van we just gotta leave Pedro, we gotta fucking get out of the one ten and just like not oh because
0: come back. You, oh because you so you were practicing at your parents' place and they were uh they they were like, no, like stop this, you know you're you're ruining your life, like okay. that sort of stuff,
1: yeah. Not, not even practicing. We would, you know, we'd, we'd crash there when we played in SoCal, you know, we'd, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing we were putting in, you know, miles, so to speak, we were just putting in miles, you know, like, and, and trying like before anybody knew us or or really cared or, or, you know, we were even very good. You know, we just like, let's just, let's just do it. Let's just get in the car and go like some dude on Facebook asked if I could play a show in Long Beach or in somewhere in LA, let's just go. And so we just pilot and go. And, you know, that was like my SoCal little crash pad, you know, and like, they were, they were pretty cool to be, you know, they were, you know, it was like, yo, like, this is like, how long is this going to go on for? Like you, you know, you graduate in a couple months from now. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to keep doing it, I guess. Like, and, uh, you know, the first year after I graduated, it was, it was, it was rocky, man. It was real rough in that regard. And I, I definitely like kind of just did it, you know, my, myself and with my close friends, you know, that was my whole, that was my support system. You know, that was it. It was like, dude, like, I don't really feel like I have, you know, I don't have much family right now in that regard, you know, we, we were talking for a second, it got crazy. Um
0: Yeah. No, and, was, uh, well. He, it, it's hard because like, you know, you want to do the thing you want to do and you know, your parents are clearly just looking out for your best interests as much as they possibly can. But, you know, you need to make your, make your own mistakes, be the person you want to try to be. And uh, yeah, I can understand where it's just like, you know, sometimes that, bridge is too far to cross and it, it isn't until you know some time passes where then you're able to you know patch things up and be in a good spot like you said you are now so i totally get that
1: exactly man and you know and that's i felt like it was like a natural progression because you know like i said we smooth things over and they're kind of like all right like so this is like this is this is what you're doing i mean all right i guess this is what you're doing like fuck and just do it as best as you can you know and like and give it a hundred and, and you know i'm like yeah. So it's, it's cool. You know, I definitely like, you know, now once we play in SoCal, you know, sometimes my, my mom and my dad will come through and I'm, you know, even that again, like I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely fortunate and like some people don't get that. They don't, they don't even have the, the parental figures growing up to, to try to show, you know, the things that they work really hard on too. And the fact that I do and, they are for the most part really supportive. It's it's really cool. And um, so we play SoCal, and my folks come through. I always got to shout them out. Yeah, and everyone laughs because I always say, "Hey, get us my mom and dad." Yeah, you know, I I I've got too much pride. I love it. You know, that that makes me really happy. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm a family guy, so I, I love that stuff.
0: Yeah, well, it's and, it, uh, it, it's special because they're you're get you're getting to show them a slice of your life that you know, frankly, isn't uh, common you know, most, you know, parents would be like, oh yeah, like, you know, my, my son or daughter got married or, you know, they have this job or whatever. But then like, you know, to be like, oh, they played in a band, they played in front of a hundred people. And like, that's cool. And you know, most parents are like their peer group is probably just like, what, what do you mean? Your son plays in a band? Like, you know, how old is he? Yeah, It's like, was he 14? It's like, no, he's he's in his mid
1: twenties. Like what?
0: That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, fully. I mean, and
1: that's the thing. And it's, it's, it's just funny. You know what I mean? Like I I don't know you know what I mean that's that's I can't I can't hide you know where I came from or who I am you know and I'd be foolish to you know there's there's no reason to I I think that sometimes people you know well not even that you know it's just it is what it is I I I, I grew up where but I'm I'm dude I'm you know, I'm a hundred percent Italian but I'm, you know basically you know I'm white dude I grew up like that you know like. And that's just, you know, they don't let my parents go out there. You know, their parents, they got their little little friend group and like, oh, Sammy played their show last week and my parents went out and oh my God. They played we played in Long Beach actually about a year ago. Um, a little over a year ago. Yeah, my parents rolled out it was uh, it was a packed out show. It was sick. We'd been gone on the road for like a month. We had just gotten back from doing like a full US and so where <laughs> they came, we got lunch, we got dinner before the show, whatever they played and like people were just going ape shit, just going nuts. And like you know, my dad is this total like Dago Italian dude just like, Man, Sam, like I saw some crazy shit, man. Like some there's a fight over there. This guy was getting the shit kicked out of him. Like, those people know those words? And you wrote those? That's not somebody else's song. Like like no Dad, like I write all that. Like, man, that's fucking badass. That's cool. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's it's funny, man. So just see that chronic crossover. I'm like, yeah, like not that it matters or it, you know, means anyone like, dude, fuck yeah, I want them over. Yeah. The, the thing is cool now, you know? Oh, um, it's,
0: that, that's totally special. I, I get that. Um, Something I find interesting too, in kind of hearing, you know, your story and uh, the way that you describe it, the, like you said, you kind of always did the, you know, bare minimum of schoolwork in order to, you know, progress and get, you know, okay enough grades or what have you. But it seems like, the grind was really alive with you, like you said, with the band and just kind of, you know, putting the effort in playing as many shows as possible and kind of getting around. So like, you know, you would not seem lazy to me because of that. But, you know, do you see kind of the juxtaposition of like, I mean, clearly you didn't care about school that much. So, of course, you weren't putting that effort into it. But, you know, does the, the hard work kind of come from you just being involved in something you want to be involved in or, you know, does it come from another source?
1: Yeah. I mean, f- fully, I mean, I honestly, nothing. think he's, he's talking about my, my folks, you know, but I I honestly, man, like my, you know, my dad's my, my worst enemy my biggest hero, you know what I mean? And so I look up to him and, in so many regards and like, you know, he, he, you know, he runs a business and he also has a full-time job and, you know, I, I've watched him through that regard, you know, I grew up like with him working. So like, you know, I, I just watch him interact with customers and deal with, situations and things like that and because he was really passionate about it and just wanted to like work hard at something and to see it grow and whatnot. I feel like that that ethic really stuck with me because I don't know, I mean, like especially on like the business end. It's like we he didn't have that, you know, when he got started, he had an idea and that was it. And you learn, you come as you go and you make mistakes, but you learn from them. And there's only when you don't learn from them that, you know, you really make an error. And uh I feel like I just like I really I saw that. Like what you put in, you'll get out in you really can do anything you want. And I know everyone says that, you know, you can do whatever you want to do, but it's like, no, like I think what people forget is that you have to put in the work to do so. But ultimately if you're willing to, you can really do whatever you put your mind to and you just have to be adamant and be okay with learning and making mistakes. And I think a big thing is that people give up on a lot of things too fast and they don't, they don't hold it too. I mean, like, like I said, there's so many shows, and no one cares, it's like, no, like, they don't care now, they're, they're gonna care, they're gonna care eventually, like, they're, they'll get it, they're gonna get it, and I know that, because I, I believe in what we're doing, I know it's coming from the heart, and it's not coming from any place else, and it's gonna, it's gonna stick, you know, and so we just kept, we just kept grinding, man, we just, we kept doing it, and like, again, even looking back, I'm like, gosh, I really don't even know how we did that, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) first couple of tours across the country, you know, we just, yeah. And you're just booking
0: it, you know, booking it yourself and just kind of, you know, figuring things out as you went.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, we were just, I was talking to my buddy about it the other day who went on a tour. I'm like, dude, you remember that? Like, you know, you start, you you start counting like your money, whatever, like, you know, off like merch and door or whatever. And then like, you, you don't have like, you start getting past the, the bills. Okay, no more bills. Okay, no more twenties. Like, dude, we're just down like five to ones, and we still got like another two weeks, and we're like in like South Carolina. I'm like, oh, dude, this is gonna be rough, man. This is gonna be real rough. Yeah, and we just we just did it. You know, you then that's the way you have to do it. You know, and some bands do it a lot longer than we did before they see any recognition. You know, we we really did it hard for like, you know, two or three years. Um, you know, and and then you know we're very lucky things started to kind of catch and that's really cool yeah
0: for sure um two things i want to hit before i let you go um i've noted like in some of the other interviews that you've done uh you know primarily from a you know print online perspective y- you mentioned the sentiment of you know getting excited to tour like you know oh we're going to leave for tour in two weeks and you know that that feeling of preparation we got the merch ready you know got my duffel bags situated all that sort of stuff but then once you leave missing home pretty quickly after you leave and that juxtaposition that you feel of, um, the, you know, the emotions of being away, but then being excited to leave. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Cause I, I don't think many people, uh, I guess, vocalize that, you know, usually being on tour, um, most people glamorize it or just, Oh, you're new city every day. And it's so exciting. But then there's clearly a lot of other emotions that
1: get poured into it. Yeah. You know, and that's, well, that's where, you know, not to, I know we talked about this before, but this, this is my, my shameless record plug, you know, that's Love California it. curse. That's where, that, that's where that came from, you know? And like, we would, we would talk about that all the time. But like the other way, I'm like, dude, it's like, fucking It's the curse of California, dude. Like we always say that on the road. Cause like, dude, like you said, I mean, well being in Santa Cruz too, I mean, and, and honestly, most of California, it's not easy to live there. It's not easy to make it afford, you know, to, to afford to live there. So when we are there especially like that it's like okay we're going on tour like you know especially some of these, these tours are getting like a little bit longer like fuck dude all right we're gone for you know three and a half weeks okay like i'm not gonna basically be home for months so i'm gonna like you know save up at least a month's rent just to get like my base just to get the roof over my head for while i'm gone plus you know whatever else i spend on food or whatever else it is you know god forbid if things don't really go as good as we hope you know we gotta pay paper stuff out of pocket. You know, like it's just it is what it is and so like we work so hard we all work so much and like try and you grind and in Santa Cruz I mean it's it's a it's a I don't like you know it's, it's a um a tourist town you know so for the most part working out know, I was at a restaurant one guys to the coffee shop you know um so we're, we're, we're busting our asses you know to make it happen um and then we so we're excited like fuck yeah we're doing it and then you get out and you're like damn dude it's, we have it really good. You know, I, I think that's the big part of it. You know, like you want to go, you want to leave and you want to go out so bad because you feel like you're trapped in Santa Cruz. Or you feel like you're trapped in San Pedro or whatever it is you're at, in these small towns and you got to get out. But then you get out and you're like, damn, I'm trapped in this beautiful, isolated beach paradise, you know? And I, I have it really good, you know, I got it real good. And like, it's expensive. But like, dude, I don't want to go, be somewhere else you know, we'll meet people elsewhere and like you know again i don't mean to disrespect by but i'm just like dude I, I couldn't live in these places there's no way like i just couldn't do it you know and I'll talk, i'm talking like dude so how do you do it how are you gone for like two months you know straight oh dude my rent's like 300 a month and it's just me and like my like to my buddy or me and my girl And like oh my god like yeah if we split the rent we're like three four hundred each you know and it's like wow like i could see so many appeals to that but i'm i'm so i'm hit by this curse dude i gotta be in california man i have to be in a place where i just i want to be you know where i feel like i got the coast right there and that's like that's my escape you know like there's so much beauty there's so many just things going on and like it's fucking nice you know most days out of the year um yeah I, I, I guess I don't know if that made much sense, but that's that's yeah. kind of how I feel about that. you
0: know No, I get no, I, I totally get it because yeah, it's it, there there are things that you know when you' are steeped in the day to day of whatever it is that you're doing in your life and then you know you have the ability to you know escape. <laughs> but then you realize, like, oh, dude, the the grass always is it isn't always greener on the other side. It's pretty rad where we have it, it. So I totally get that.
1: Exactly, man. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, I'm on vacation, but I mean, I'm not posted up in Maui with my toes in the sand. You know, <laughs> I'm <mean>? like, <laughs> totally. You know, like wherever it is, like some gnarly place for playing. Like, you know, for me especially, dude, I'm I'm so like, I don't know. I I got such bad like I don't even want to say like I don't even I, what is the proper term? Not like winter depression. That's not like I don't think that's a real term. But dude. I don't know, man. When it's not sunny and like especially when it's raining, I'm just like, dude, fuck, man. I, I do not feel like myself, yeah. at all. And like, it's it sucks. I mean, my bandmates like, like I feel bad for them. They've, they've been like so supportive and so like awesome and shit like that, you know. Because I'm just like, dude, I feel real pain in the ass. I'm like, dude, I don't think you're like, this sucks. I love playing the shows, but I mean, dude, our sets twelve minutes. You know what I mean? Like, where you're gone for three weeks, you know, and like you're mostly driving and doing that, like it's, it's not all fun and games, you know, there's (laughs) a lot of other stuff that goes through with it, you know? Right. It's a whole, Um,
0: it's a whole lot of hurry up and wait. And like you said, you know, for a 20 minute set, (laughs) it's like, Oh, okay. That's that's what we're doing. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. But I'll tell you what, man, those 12 minutes, they make it all worth it. Every single night they make it worth it. Even though I get, you know, I get my little, my my bummer moments or my like fucking angry moments, you know, it it, it makes it all worth it because that's why we're there. And that's the thing I've kind of just been on (laughs) a, I don't know. I've kind of always just been like a gut, a gut feeling person. You know, like if I like something, I'll I'll do it. If I don't like it, I'll just stay as far away from it as I can. And as long as I'm having fun doing something, I'm going to keep doing it because the way I feel is like, there's only going to be good that comes from that good feeling. You know, obviously it's not something that's like really like objectively unhealthy for you. Like, and I feel confident about that. You know what I mean? I've met, I've had the, the, um, the fortune of meeting so many awesome people, through this whole you know this whole journey and it's like man like whenever maybe this will stop bringing me happiness one day and that's okay but it does right now and when that time comes i've made so many connections and i've made so many new people that i feel like it's just going to help open that next door to be exactly where i need to be you know and totally yeah, yeah. I, I i just i love it you know
0: yeah no no it's it's exciting um And kind of, you know, the last thing I want to hit on was the, you know, the idea that like you mentioned, you know, you, you guys put in the hard work and you started to, you know, have people come to your shows that, you know, weren't your friends and you didn't know who they were and they were singing along or whatever. Um, you know, what's the, the, the quote unquote business started to, you know, crawl into the band in regards to you know, just being able to, you know, get paid a little bit more for the shows you play. And then, you know, and I use the term business and air quotes, because clearly, you know, like working with Adam at Revelation is a whole different story than, you know, working with Capitol Records or whatever. But, um, you know, how how did, uh, you know, as you guys started to, like, get these, you know, opportunities and, you know, all these business implications started to kind of come in the band, um, is it hard for you to kind of deal with them or is it one of those things? This is just a necessary part of being in the band or, you know, does it excite you? Where do you kind of sit with it?
1: You know, man, it, it goes both ways for me, honestly. Like I do not explain it or like, let me think that's a really good question. Cause I feel like that's something that really doesn't get asked a lot. And I find myself asking other people in bands that are like, you know, about our size and doing stuff. And I'm like, man, like, I feel like no one talks about this. Like, does this shit not bog anybody down or anything like that? Like, <clears throat> you know, and like my, my bandmates are great, you know, but for the most part with things like that, they'll kind of, um, you know, they, it's just kind of my, my thing. You know what I mean? Like I handle most of I mean, I, when we first started touring, I started booking most of the tours and it, it kind of just by like just a way of happening. It just kind of happened that way. You know what I mean? Like I, I book stuff and I'm, you know, whatever. I made the Facebook page, whatever. So I had the passwords, that stuff like that and would reach out to people, book, make flyers, whatever it was. And so, you know, just by default, we kind of became the person that people would talk to for that type of thing. And, you know, there's there's never been any worries with that. Everyone's pretty on board. I just kind of relay the message out to, to everybody. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, man, it definitely, like, it, it's a lot, you know, because, like I said, we I've never done this, you know, like, I've never, none of us have been in bands where we even have, like, a, a reference point, you know, we're like, hey, like, is this, does this seem like a good offer? Does this seem like right? I don't know. There's this revenue. We got like a twelve page contract. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know what any of this stuff means. <laughs> and totally.
0: So you,
1: you know what I mean? And so, like, and that's not that's to get that. I mean, you know, it's just it is what it is. You get that anywhere you go. And it was just like, man, I really don't know. Um, I'm really thankful. You know, we have um, uh, my man James. He's been uh, our tour agent at first. Now he's our manager. Um, This was a, 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 two James, James uh, Aloysio and James Vitale were you know, managing us, and uh, it's been really cool. You know, we had like I said, we first had a tour agent, and that's kind of how we segued into being our manager. I, you know, it's like, hey man, like I'm trying to, we want to tour more, but I'm really, it's at the point where I'm like, I just, I, I can't really do it myself, like, well, at least I've done it, but like I think that if I had someone who just had a little bit more connection, it'd be better. And so he started booking for us and through default, you know, we got on really good terms, real good relationship, man. I talk to these guys like every day and like, Hey man, like, you know, I know it's not what you thing. Can I show you this rev contract? Like, what do you think? And like, you know, just things like that. And, and so it just kind of became a thing where it's like, you know, man, I'm like, let's just, we're on, we're on, the same team. Let's do it. You know? And I love that. And so I'm really thankful I have that. Cause you know, we we'll, we'll go to the show, we'll play, we'll do everything else. But as far as that type of stuff, you know, it's not really our forte. Um, and I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot throughout, um, you know, just throughout the last little bit, especially cause that's when there's been a lot more going on. Um, but yeah, man, I, I gotta say truthfully, I think that sometimes I, I don't really enjoy, enjoy it, you know? Uh, you know, yeah, well, I, no,
0: I, I think that, I mean, you hit the nail on the head when you're just like, okay when I can work with someone who I trust and, you know, is able to offer perspective and be able to bounce ideas off of, and I know myself that I'm not that good at it. Like you said, you're just figuring it out on your own. Um, Why would you, yeah. yeah, Why would you not want to work with somebody that, you know, has uh, experience and, you know, you trust it's like, yeah, it just makes total sense to be like, okay, yeah that's cool. You know, like, of course I'll pay them to, you know, distance myself from that because uh, for one, I don't want to make any horrible decisions. And for two, uh, I can actually concentrate the things that I enjoy.
1: Exactly. And I, I think that's the big, the big one, you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like if it ever gets to the point where like, you know, I get so consumed with things that like, um, you know, I start to lose sense of that and that's when I'm doing something wrong, you know, and, and it's not, you know, I'm like, just everything. I mean, even just like, uh, you know, things like that, handling contracts, especially now, like, you know, locking down tours with like, hey, like, here's a tour offer. You're going to get X amount of night. You have this radius clause like you can't play. You know, it's like, well, like this is, you know, I think it's actually just, you know, what I don't think. I, I've come to learn like, yeah, this is like, this isn't out of the ordinary. This is normal. We just, we're not fully on this. Like, you know, we're just DIYing it the whole time. And that's cool. And we do a lot. We do most of it ourselves. But things like that, it's like, this is, this is how things go, you know, and that's like the norm. And it's just a different world that we didn't know about, you know? Right. Um, right. And, it, it's yeah. like,
0: it, it's like the, the adult world, where It's just like, Oh, Oh, so that's what a mortgage is. Oh, okay. Got it. it,
1: <laughs> it, it literally exactly. You know? And it's like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I love, I, I think, I don't think too, you know, I think sometimes you see bands that, you know, you like, dude, we used to play shows a couple of years ago and now you guys got this buzz and you don't remember who we are. And I, I hope I don't think I ever um, you know, give off that vibe. I don't think I've ever cool guy somebody, you know, or, or a band or whatever, but you know, <clears throat> I think that's really important too. When you start to you gotta remember where you came from because like I said, like we did have to work really hard for we had, and we got a little buzz right now, just a little buzz. And it'll be gone by tomorrow, or it could be gone by tomorrow, you know, and that's okay. So And when that's all said and done, you know, and that dust clears, it's like, I I don't know, I'm not, we try to be pretty real and pretty just down to earth. You know, I I hate that, like, just, like, fake, fake type shit because it's like, dude, none of us are really making, like, money, money. You know, like, there's no reason to act like that. Like, well, you got some stupid fucking laminate. You know, you got some dumb little laminate you're wearing around your neck. Like, that doesn't mean shit, you know? We're still just the hardcore band going on tour, playing just like the rest of us, you know what I mean? Like, we're just trying to do it so, you know, I don't, I don't know, we're just trying to do it the best way we can where we're just not constantly in the red. I don't think you'll ever do this and not be in the red a little bit in some capacity, but, you know, the fact that we've been able to for the last, like, little bit here, you know, like, essentially have gotten to travel for free, like, just through this and through the support of our friends and, you know, I hate to even say, like, fans, but, like, you know, fans, people, I don't know that, like, what we do. It's, it's really cool, and that, that, to me, is, like, the, the very best. You know, we've already we've already done. We are the we are the fucking richest people right now because we've gotten to do all that. Right, and so the rest is just a little sprinkle on top. Yeah,
0: it's it's the gravy on this uh this this train Mm -hmm. that you're just like, well, we'll just keep riding it and see where it goes.
1: Exactly, man, and just having the best, the very best time while we can. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome.
0: Well, dude, I really appreciate you hanging out, Sammy. And thank you so much for kind of walking me through all this uh, thought process stuff. Cause uh, yeah, I know it's uh un- unconventional questions, but uh, you answered them very well. So thank you, dude.
1: My man, I really appreciate that. It was great. And I, I actually, I, I gotta say, I really appreciate the questions that you've asked. Cause I feel like I don't, I haven't really answered any of those, you know, that's ever. Great. And so it's actually, <laughs> it's kind of interesting to it's kind of interesting to think about because I'm like, Dan, how do I feel about that? I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So thank you very much, man. Thank you for your time and just showing an interest.
0: There you have it. There was Sam. Thank you very much for Sam for coming on the show and obviously his publicist, Stephanie, for setting this up. I always appreciate when I can work with so many friends and make new friends because I didn't know Sam before this. And now, uh, yeah, I like to call him a friend. Next week, we have a conversation I recorded. Man, this was a while ago, but, uh, so this was pre pandemic. This is pre, uh, the music industry changing as it were, but, uh, Nick Storch, he is a booking agent for a ton of bands you will know and love. And, uh, yeah, he, it just, I, I was very excited to have him on the show because, uh, I frankly don't get to talk to many people who are in the sort of music industry side of things. And uh, Nick is has been booking for 20 plus years and uh, you know, pretty much every band that you like, he has probably booked at some point in his life. So that's what we got for next week. And until then, please be safe, everybody.